0: What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. Me! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little passage of business.
1: <laughs> dead meat welcome to the dead meat podcast an extension of the youtube channel dead meat i'm james
0: i'm chelsea and we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we like to get scared together
1: Mm -hmm. and watch uh crazy 80s exploitation movies together oh boy
0: today (laughs) we're gonna talk about basket case hell yeah which man i is it the most low-budget thing we've watched so far,
1: <sighs> I don't know, dude. It's
0: hard to say, I guess.
1: I don't know what Toxic Avengers uh, budget was like. I'm actually wearing a Toxic Avengers shirt because I feel like it's the closest thing I have to what this movie is. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know it's schlocky. It's it's uh, gritty. It's less. Uh, I don't know.
0: It's got a trauma kind of feel. It's a little to trauma.
1: It. A little trauma. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's as outwardly disgusting as trauma intentionally is. Yeah. That's not a knock against Troma. No,
0: that's what they're, they're That's going what they want. For, yeah. <laughs>
1: but Basket Case still has w- ridiculous moments in it. Uh ridiculous effects. It's very very low budget like you said.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
1: like a cult film.
0: I read somewhere that The part where the main character checks into the hotel near the beginning, he has that giant wad of cash. Yeah. I saw somewhere that that was the film's budget.
1: (laughs) You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I
0: I wouldn't be surprised either. I won't say that that's true. That could just be a story that got embellished, but yes.
1: (laughs) So yeah, Basket Case came out in 1982 by director and writer Frank Henenlotter. He's a uh, exploitation director. Mm-hmm. Is that what he self-described? That's what he would prefer to be known as.
0: Yeah, he he has said himself he prefers to be known as an exploitation filmmaker as opposed to horror. And I think because he specifically makes movies that are based on very specific things, because that's what an exploitation film is, is it's taking a thing like a niche or a topic. Or something very specific, and just like going off of that. So the slasher is a genre of exploitation films.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, for me, it's it's uh, exploitation films has always kind of been a little bit nebulous, a little bit hard to define. For me, it, it feels like you need this kind of low budget schlockiness aspect to it.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think an exploitation film has to be a B movie grade thing to be an exploitation film.
1: Yeah, and he described it himself as uh, films that delve into subject material that mainstream movies wouldn't necessarily. Right. And he cites... I mean, he cites, like, sex and drugs and rock and roll. And, you know, of course, mm-hmm. mainstream movies do get into that stuff, but maybe with a little more polish.
0: And that's why theorists... Like, we talk about her all the time, but Carol Clover. Mm-hmm. That's why in her her research on horror, she says she really prefer to watch exploitation films and kind of study them because they're movies that do stuff that mainstream film isn't. And that it gets looked over in that way. So it's worth studying that little area of film that people kind of gloss over as not being important.
1: Yeah. And with films like this, I mean, the thing that uh, stands out from Basket Case for me, mostly, is its authenticity.
0: Oh, yes. This
1: is set in New York City
0: mm-hmm.
1: in 1982. It lo- like It's disgusting. It's I so gross. I
0: love it. It's I love, so good. Honestly, my, I think one of my favorite eras of horror, eras and styles of horror is low budget, 70s, maybe early 80s. This is early 80s. But, yeah. We said oh, while watching this, so this could take
1: place good. anywhere from 78 to 82. Yeah. Which is kind of like its own section. Love yeah. I
0: love I love exploitation films. I think Beyond the Valley of the Dolls would be like an exploitation oh, film. Oh yeah. That, that was
1: like sixties, right? Like late sixties, yeah. early seventies. Mm-hmm. Its own uh, totally I separate it. era. It's over the top. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So this was right up my alley. I loved this movie. <laughs> I just
1: like comparing this movie to Jason Takes Manhattan, which came out in 1988. So it's still 80s New York, although late 80s is a little different than than early 80s. But it was filmed in Vancouver, and it looks like a fake 80s New York film. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like, no, this is really yeah, it, man. <laughs> if
0: you aren't aware. So if you think of New York now, and if you've only you know been to New York now... It's nice. Manhattan's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super commercial. It's very desirable in consumer real estate culture. Yes. But the eighties, seventies and eighties. There 90s, were probably? maybe I think the nineties was a little getting it was a starting little to better. turn around. Yeah, yeah, but I think the seventies and eighties, so many murders. <laughs> just, oh yeah. So many murders. I mean the seventies I think is when you have son of Sam running around mm. so people just like getting shot and no one can figure out who's doing it. You know, tons of, I think, gang violence and
1: just. It's probably got a similar reputation as to Chicago today.
0: Yes, yeah. I think so. Yep.
1: So just imagine that. Yes. That's where we're at with this movie, 1982 New York. And I, I had watched this movie once before because uh, it's on Shudder. And so I just threw it on and watched it. And I had enjoyed it, even though I was like kind of working while I was doing it. But I was excited to show you this because you said you love this. I knew you would.
0: Yeah, I love it. I fucking knew you would. This is exactly my style. I could watch movies like this all (laughs) day, every day. I fucking love it. The shittier, the better. And I mean shitty, shitty, but earnest is really important to me. This is a very earnestly made movie. And that's what makes it work. And it's not—it's
1: not trying to be shitty. No, it's trying.
0: They're trying to make a movie on like the most shoestring budget, and I adore it so much.
1: It's it's there's an ocean of difference between something like this and Sharknado, which yes. is my go-to example of a movie that tries to be so bad it's, it's good, but it sucks.
0: I'm not. No, I can't.
1: Cuz you can see the money behind it. You can see the like effort to be to
0: make a bad movie. Yeah.
1: Whereas yeah. this is effortlessly bad. <laughs> oh,
0: it's so great. It's so great. I think <laughs> I think movies like this where they're shitty, you really it, it's it's weird as much as the characters in Movies like this are not acting like real people, just they don't talk like real people talk. Everyone's line delivery is out of control. It's you can still like you get such a glimpse of the very real people making this. It's weird.
1: And all the extras in this movie are just plucked off the streets of New York. They're not actors. Those are real people. Those are just
0: real people. It's so great. I love it. So yeah, in that way, even though the characters are so outlandish and not realistic at all, it almost makes it easier to see the realism of the people making this thing. It's weird. It's a weird dynamic to kind of describe, but I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it, love it, love it. So
1: so we've basically talked about this movie in a very uh, abstract sort of way, but I guess we could start to talk about the more specifics, but I recommend you go watch this.
0: I say go watch it. This is a recommend for sure. Yeah,
1: and then come back and listen to the rest of this. I think most,
0: honestly, most movies we've reviewed at this point are recommends. I can only think of a couple that haven't been the Wicker Man remake. (laughs) Don't bother.
1: Yeah, watch the Supercut.
0: And maybe that's it.
1: Cry Wolf, you probably don't need to see
0: I guess I have a soft spot opinion. for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: fine. Though I actually, honestly, no matter what the movie is, I always for for stuff like this for podcasts that we emulate. I always think it's preferable to see the movie just so you can like compare your own observations to what we're talking about, see if we match up, yeah. see if we missed anything that you did. You
0: said this is on Shudder.
1: This is on Shudder.
0: This episode, sponsored by Shudder. That's right. We'll talk about that later when we have an ad break. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Shudder. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you can watch this real easy.
0: So we start, there's a guy, he's in like a, he's kind of a businessman looking dude. He's like 80s businessman almost. Mm -hmm. So he's in his front yard, hears a noise outside in the woods outside of his front yard. So he runs back inside and he goes to call the police and a shadow. I still, when I was writing these notes... I thought, oh my god, that's right! A shadow cuts the power lines and well, the phone. Cables? It's like the
1: phone cable. You see it, and then you see a shadow like reach up. And I guess the implication is that like uh, the thing casting the shadow cuts the line, but the line breaks from where the shadow where the is. shadow does it. So I so... was confused <laughs> thinking was about confused. it later. Yeah, because
0: I thought that would be explained. No, it's not. Oh, it looks god, like no. in Peter Pan when his shadow is doing yeah, stuff.
1: They could have done that. <laughs>
0: it's so bizarre. Anyway. Also,
1: fun fact, uh, we're watching this on like the Blu-ray and not like a, a bootleg Blu-ray. This is like the official the, all three movies because there are two more of these that I haven't seen uh, all in a Blu-ray. No subtitles.
0: Nope. Not no, available. No. I, You know, it's funny. <laughs> I like watching movies with subtitles on. I'm glad that now people are very open about liking to watch movies with subtitles. If that's a thing that a lot of people do. I thought I was weird. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like. It's a 50-50 chance the movies that we review if they're going to have subtitle tracks or <laughs> not. This one did not.
1: Yeah, so he gets out his desk gun, as everyone has, and he's yeah. just shooting wildly. Lots at, of
0: desk guns in horror. Bon yeah. Jovi had a desk gun in Grey Wolf.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a convenient place to put your gun. Mm-hmm. And this guy's holding this tiny little gun with his two hands and just shooting uh, shooting at whatever. Whatever Shooting wildly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then... We see a hand from the bottom of the frame reach up and grab his face. Yeah, he attacks him. It's one
1: of those where it's like, how do you not see that? But this guy gets his face mauled. Yeah, and he's killed, and blood splatters on a folder that he has. Yep, yep.
0: important folder for later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: A, that was a cold open. Yay, now it's eighties New yeah, York. Yeah. Cold
0: open. Yes, we cut to eighties Times Square.
1: The one shot of Times Square. They, <laughs> they got that and got the fuck out of there. Dude,
0: so you can actually read the original script for this movie Ooh. on hotelbroslin.com, which is the hotel <laughs> in this movie. That's amazing. Um the opening was originally a bunch of shots of the main character getting off the train, going through the trans- the transit center, and <laughs> just, no, they- no. No. No, 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 no. We can't afford. <laughs>
1: no, we get an empty shot of Times Square, and then him walking down the street. Yes. Him walking I- down the street uh, in front of a thousand porn
0: shops. So many porn theaters. <laughs> also, a giant Casio watch ad, in case you forgot what year it is. Yeah, sorry. yeah lots of porn theaters and... In New York and that's yep, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's not like they made that up for the movie.
1: No, they didn't they didn't make that's anything up wh- for this movie. No. They they put their cast members out there and they put a camera there and that was it. Yeah. So this kid, uh Dwayne Bradley, he's a real doe eyed little boy. He looks
0: like Harry Styles, I think. Just, I I think we got to remake this Harry Styles. <laughs> oh
1: my God! Will we do the full frontal at the end too?
0: Oh my God! Yo, honestly, yo
1: Dwayne Bradley hangs dong at the end. Yeah, of this there's movie. dong
0: in this. Stick mm-hmm. around. Yeah, we promise. <laughs> We're not gonna be able to put it in the video version, but <laughs> no, we'll describe it for you. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's floppy. Yeah, it's a That's floppy the description dong. Description of it. Um, no, do you love, Yeah, get Harry Styles, and this will be. We'll we'll kind of revamp it so it's a really artsy remake of this. Okay. It's his first nude appearance on film. Mm. All the awards.
1: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh he this kid is he's what, like twenty years old probably. I would real yeah. young. He's young. Yeah, he, uh, walking down the street with a basket in his hands, a big old wicker basket. Yeah, it's like
0: a big picnic <laughs> basket. It's like a yogi bear picnic basket. For it's sure. Like a cartoon.
1: Mm-hmm. and he goes into a hotel hotel broslin as yes said. the
0: hotel broslin. The dirty fucking it hotel is broslin. The nastiest looking hotel yeah. and i just
1: seeing this makes me like i would never want to stay in this kind of hotel ever in my life
0: no it is um it's a hotel you only see in movies about someone trying to make it in a big city and it yeah. goes poorly at first and for some reason the only <laughs> reference point i can think of is zootopia <laughs> Do you remember? she moves to the city and she moves into basically this exact apartment but in zootopia
1: no i was thinking venture brothers when venture brothers Dean too goes yeah to intern in new york there's a great conversation between the hotel manager who's awesome by the way yes and the people sitting in like the lobby before dwayne comes in there wait a minute the media run over it was suicide he hailed a cab when it pulled up to the curb he jumped in front of us Get out of here, you're full of crap. Uh, yeah, Harry Styles is gonna stay there. Night by night it's twenty bucks a night, which we did the math. Mm-hmm. Inflation would be fifty bucks a night nowadays. Yeah. seems like a lot. That's a lot to stay this piece of shit.
0: for yeah, for something that shitty, but also staying there for an extended period of time. Cause yeah, what was cause he's the, gonna be living there Yeah, what minute. was the monthly rent? We counted. it was like 1400 oh, Yeah. That's a lot. Like that. That's a lot. <laughs> For basically For a studio old? apartment. You by yourself?
1: Yes, alone. By myself.
0: All alone in this cold, cruel world. This lady takes Dwayne to his room and she tells him the story about the woman who used to live there and how she would brag about how wealthy she was and no one believed her. But one day she came down to the lobby with a bunch of jewels and furs and then just left.
1: And then the lady telling that story just leaves. Just,
0: just stops telling the story, turns around, and leaves. It's so weird.
1: Yeah, it's very <laughs> awkward and great.
0: Then one day, she appeared in the
1: lobby dressed in furs and jewels. Said she was leaving to tour the world. She paid her bill
0: and left. No one's heard from her since. So after he gets settled in, Dwayne gets a ton of fast food. And they're so
1: there are these burgers that are so Fucking gross! They're just buns and then like this thin gray patty of meat in between them. Nothing else. They're
0: McDonald's burgers. No, no, no. They're no. like McDonald's, old burgers McDonald's burgers
1: would have like ketchup or mustard or pickle or onions or something on it. Oh, but this, this is, is just, just like a thin puck of meat between two. This is. The production assistant I, ran out. I think that's what happened. Yeah, they went a bunch just of buns.
0: buns, meat, and that's it.
1: And they probably only got like two meat patties. The rest are probably just buns stuck together
0: that Ugh. he like dumps
1: into this basket to feed whatever's in the basket. Yeah. And it's hungry. It's eating it all. It's shaking the basket around. Yeah. And it's e- even eating them without unwrapping the foil from So watch in the basket.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we also see that Dwayne has the bloody folder from the opening of the movie. Yes. So he was in Subway involved. So
0: this is when we learn that the person who died in the beginning was a doctor
1: mm-hmm, doctor well he uh that guy said it when he called he was like this is dr liflander calling uh, for someone ahead. else because he tried to call dr
0: liflander mm-hmm. and that's the folder that Dwayne now has
1: yeah and Dwayne mentions oh this one other doctor isn't in here but that's okay needleman will have her name also there's a hair in the gate
0: hair in the gate <laughs> hair in the gate a hair in the gate is so the gate is where
1: the Gate is a part of a camera. Yeah,
0: it's where the it's where light um it's where the film when it passes through gets exposed to light coming in. So that's where you get your image. Hair in the gate is when you have film. When the film is rolling through there, you'll sometimes get celluloid shredded apart in there. You'll get like edges of celluloid stuck in there. So it's not actually hair. Oh really? Yes. Oh, wow. It's like just a it hair. It's hair. like no, it, it looks like hair when yeah. it's in there, but it's just a very tiny sliver of celluloid Oh, so that's yeah so
1: that's getting imprinted onto the film it's just yeah it's 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 just
0: sitting in there so it's yeah exactly it's getting imprinted onto the film
1: yep so that's fun always a good sign there's
0: a lot of that happening in this
1: yeah just little blemishes (laughs) in the film it makes it so fun
0: i mean that's how you know they had to shoot this so fast too because normally you would call the ad the assistant director would call for someone to check the gate you get you get the gate checked, so that doesn't happen. But this, no man, we gotta go. <laughs> you gotta they go, probably man. don't have an AD for this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, that happens at night when Dwayne's trying to sleep, but he just wakes up and starts yelling, like "Stop it! Stop trying to talk to me!" Yeah, and your first time through, you're like, "What the what fuck's the going fuck? on?" Turns out he's communicating telepathically.
0: Yeah, he can hear whatever the thing in the basket is saying, but then he has to talk back. Yeah. To the thing in the back. It's a one-way
1: telepathic uh, conversation.
0: Right. I am not going to debate this. Now, good night.
1: Yeah, that that greedy dude from the lobby is spying on Dwayne through the door. Mm Mm-hmm. And we we meet one of the best characters. (gasps)
0: Casey. You know, I can't
1: stand to see somebody get ripped off, especially without a fighting chance my name's casey
0: we love casey yeah she's a
1: sex worker apparently yes when Dwayne went up to his room he saw her taking a client into her room she laughed or she smiled at him mm-hmm. she's a jolly lady
0: yeah casey's nice she shoes this guy away who's trying to spy on Dwayne's room also we noticed around here that the lighting <laughs> in this movie depending on what location they're at
1: it's a lot at the hotel
0: Yeah, I think the hotel, they probably didn't have much time to shoot or they weren't even given permission to shoot at parts of this hotel. So they just have a big spotlight, big floodlight, and then that's it. You can tell it's someone just aiming a big light at everyone.
1: He's like very hard shadows behind them. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so Casey's she's a nice lady. She tells Dwayne like, hey, look out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne goes to a doctor's office.
0: Yes, this is uh, Dr. Needleman's office. Yeah, this is
1: after a shot of the skyline of New York that is just grainy as all hell. I
0: think they found that footage somewhere.
1: Yeah, and just like used it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they could afford that skyline nope. shot. But yeah, he goes to this Dr. Needleman's office and is talking to the, the receptionist.
0: Good Lord, Sharon. Sharon's the receptionist. That's
1: then. the thing, though. We saw her name in the credits. I don't remember ever hearing her name. I don't either. In this movie. I don't know
0: if we ever learned her name.
1: Yeah, maybe I missed the line, but I don't remember ever hearing this lady's name. No. But she's like, she's like the second biggest character after Dwayne. She's a
0: pre- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She's like the love interest.
0: Sharon is wearing a very bad wig, <laughs> and is complaining about having typewriter problems. Yeah,
1: she thinks Dwayne is there to fix the typewriter. Yeah her description of the noise it makes.
0: Yesterday, it was
1: squeaking, like if a mouse was caught inside. Real high-pitched,
0: like... I
1: don't know anything
0: <laughs> about type others. Like, there's a... That just took me so off guard.
1: It's such a close-up on her, too. Yes,
0: it's such an extreme close-up of her face. <laughs>
1: and then they're just talking about what he's done in town.
0: Oh, <laughs> man, they have the most... Tommy Wiseau-esque conversation about New York City, going to see the sights in New York. Here, let's read. We should read this scene
1: together. Uh, Are you going to be- I'll be Sharon. Okay.
0: Okay, here we go. All right. Just visiting New York or-
1: Yes, this is my first time.
0: So have you gone to the Empire State Building yet and the Statue of Liberty?
1: No, I haven't had time
0: haven't had the time, what about Radio City Music Hall or the United Nations? Had time for them? (laughs) Had time for them?
1: (laughs) It's great. It's also like, oh, she's one of those New Yorkers. Uh It's like, oh, let me tell you all the cool things about my city. But no, that's
0: not what a New Yorker's not going to be like, have you gone to the Empire State (laughs) Building? That's a cool place I know about. Yeah, there's a little. (laughs) Radio City Music Hall. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh man it's a it's a wonderful conversation it's one of the best scenes in the movies just these two talking to each other and apparently it's enough to make them fall in love yeah because she is she is throwing herself at him
0: oh yeah just
1: she's, she's like hint hint
0: i mean she has to hang out with dr needleman all day
1: yeah that guy looks like steve buscemi he does
0: i i was convinced for a second it was you literally thought it i was. did i looked i was like i i thought maybe Maybe it was a young Steve Buscemi. It
1: looks like Steve Buscemi took those burgers that they had earlier and squeezed the grease out of them onto the top of his head, and that's Dr. Needleman.
0: Mm-hmm. Dr. Needleman's great. I he's awesome, I think he's legitimately too. really good.
1: I can't tell if he's a pervert, because he the way he tells Dwayne to step into the other room and take his shirt off... He
0: gives him a weird...
1: Then he stares him down.
0: It's weird.
1: And I'm not sure if the implication is that this dude's a little... I don't know.
0: Yeah, Dwayne gets undressed, and he gets... A checkup and we see that his side is all scarred up. Yeah, his, his whole, whole side, side
1: is, is just a scar.
0: Yep. And, and by and, and Dwayne has been lying this whole time about who he is. He doesn't want Dr. Needleman to know that he's Dwayne. He makes up a name.
1: No, 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 no. He doesn't want Dr. Needleman to know that he's Dwayne Bradley. He makes up a name Dwayne Smith. Oh and still that uses what he the does? name Dwayne. All right. <laughs> yep.
0: And his excuse is, I want to, oh, I'm a friend of his and I want to surprise him, so don't write down my real name. I don't know. So then when he comes back out, Sharon asks, Oh, was he surprised?
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Very.
1: But it's so funny because, like, apparently he showed him his scar and then was like, All right. Uh, see, later, I guess he did tell him that Dr. Liflander's dead, cut in half. Yes. Because later we see Dr. Needleman calling up this third doctor. Uh, cu- uh, what is it? Cutter? Dr.
0: Cutter. Yeah. Yeah,
1: And he's like freaking out because he's like, yo, Cutter, this kid came to me. He's from Glens Falls. He's 20 years old. And he has a scar on his side. And he told me that Liflander's dead. And Cutter, is a, uh, she's a doctor and she's.
0: She reminds me of Sigourney Weaver.
1: If Sigourney Weaver couldn't act.
0: Yes, and yeah. also had a very bad wig. All the women in this have wigs. I don't know why.
1: She's having dinner with a real with young a really looking young dude, guy. and she is feeding him wine. And he's like, "No, I don't want any more." And she's like, "No, no, keep drinking."
0: Yeah, I like it when you're drunk. Yeah,
1: because or... he he like he gets the food and he's like, "Oh, this looks delicious." And she's like, "Just like you."
0: It's very weird. And then after she hangs up the phone, she basically tells Needleman to fuck off. She doesn't care. That yeah, she's like, like "We instead. don't know
1: each other. This is
0: yeah." This Mm -hmm. isn't
1: real. Shut up.
0: Yep. Bye. So we know there's some...
1: Conspiracy.
0: Doctor conspiracy. And then she hangs up and says to this dude, Sorry about that, Cuddles. (laughs) (laughs) Ew.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's some gross shit, man. Sorry about that, Cuddles. Now,
0: where were we? Dwayne heads back with the basket to Dr. Needle's office. It's nighttime. Yeah. And he drops the creature off and just says... Go for yeah, it.
1: It's after Sharon leaves, and so he's like, "Okay, he's in there alone. Go, go, get in there. Don't forget the phone book or whatever."
0: Doctor Needleman realizes that his.
1: Oh yeah, because he walks out and he sees the door off the hinge. Yeah, like we don't see this door get knocked off. No, no, they no. They had to no, no, unscrew no. the they door to, and then and set it at an angle. They-
0: <laughs> oh man, that all makes sense. Yeah. Because we figured watching this, all the scenes in this doctor's office are when there's actual lighting. Yeah, there's it's like blue, gel color schemes and everything looks really cool. And we think that someone's family member was a doctor Definitely. and they let them use this office, and that's why you don't see the door get kicked in or busted down because they just had to be careful and unscrew the door. Yeah, and Needleman lay it.
1: walks in and just sees the door that's laying so at an funny. angle and is like, "Oh no, that's
0: so funny." He yeah, runs it's just someone's uncle's office. They can't fuck up <laughs> the doors in there.
1: He runs back into his office. Oh. and barricades the door with his desk but the door he's barricading it, opens, opens outward, outward.
0: we d- we rewound to check so <laughs> he's
1: putting he's putting the desk in front of a door frame <laughs> in which the door opens the other way someone would open the door and just look at the desk and climb over yeah, it yeah
0: he's basically just building an obstacle course for whoever's <laughs> out there <laughs> we finally see Belial
1: it's Belial
0: Belial is the thing in the basket he looks like Bib Fortuna <laughs> from Star Wars his who, face his face does just his face. it's just um and Bib Fortuna's Jabba's uh, Major Domo Major Domo <laughs> no it basically looks like that dude's head and if the the things on his head were arms instead of the things yeah if you don't know what Bib Fortuna looks like, this description, not at all helpful.
1: But yeah, he looks he looks like a, a wad of gum with arms. With two arms
0: coming out and a and a face on the front. Yeah. It's gross and awesome. <laughs>
1: it's 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 uh it veers between a prosthetic and puppet, and later on we'll get a little bit of stop motion. Oh man.
0: I love the stop motion. Yes, but Belial, I fucking love Belial. (laughs) I I looked online for a
1: toy to get of Belial to add to this.
0: Hard to find, man.
1: There was one that didn't really look like him. The
0: closest thing you have is the ghoulie. Yeah, I
1: got a little ghoulie in a toilet, and Belial ends up in a toilet
0: at one He does, yeah. But
1: it's not the same.
0: Not the same. I want Belial. (laughs) Hey everyone, really quick, we just want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, AMC's Shudder.
1: Hell yeah, I love talking about Shudder. It's so easy to talk about Shudder, dude. Because I use it frequently. In fact, one of the earliest uses I had with it was to watch the movie that we're reviewing today, Basket Case.
0: Yeah, we didn't even plan that.
1: No, I watched it long ago on Shudder, and uh, I believe it's still up there for you to watch right now.
0: Yep. So Shudder is a, it's a premium streaming video service for fans of horror of all kinds. They have so much stuff on there. There's a whole Shudder community where you can share reviews and opinions about the movies that you watch. There's a
1: Shudder subreddit too perfect like, devoted to shutter and like uh, talking about what's on there I I love this service man it's so great to have a streaming service specifically tailored for horror movies
0: yeah because it's, it's so curated awesome. by horror fans and
1: yeah that's the thing is uh, one one of the more recent things I did on shutter was I wanted to watch a random movie so I went to their curators they're like guest curators and they've got a lot of fun ones that Barbara Crampton has been there that's cool. uh, Kumail Nanjiani has has given his like favorite movie I went all the way back to the beginning of their first guest curator it was graham skipper who we had just met when we did our live stream with the haunters crew yeah at mystic museum so we literally had just met him so i checked out what he was recommending and one of his movies was beyond the black rainbow which is the uh, previous film made by the dude who did Mandy, which everyone keeps talking about now. Mm -hmm. That thriller with Nicolas Cage. So I watched Beyond the Black Rainbow on Shudder. That's a crazy movie. That's a crazy (laughs) movie, man. Yeah. And that's the thing about Shudder is it's so cool. It doesn't just have like the mainstream stuff that's like can get boring. It's got such deep dives Mm -hmm. of horror, man.
0: Yeah, and that stuff's hard to find sometimes because you'll get – more indie horror that it's it's genuinely hard to find home releases of them
1: yeah but, uh, but shutter's got them Shudder's and got them. they got a whole lot of stuff coming out they just came out with uh an alfred hitchcock collection
0: that's cool a
1: whole bunch of hitchcock films and yeah like maybe that's a thriller or like th- the horror genre is not yeah. what it is without alfred
0: Come hitchcock on, guys. so that's go horror. watch those
1: movies and see like the roots of the genre man.
0: Yeah, Creep Show 2 apparently is yeah. uh, available. It's exclusively available on Shutter. Oh man. So, if you are interested in trying out Shutter free for 30 days, go to slash podcast and use the promo code Meat 30
1: That's right. And Shutter is S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Yeah, not it's that kind of shutter. Not
0: like the window shutters. Nope,
1: more like Ooh, Scooby something's creepy Shudders. here. Ooh, Like think Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, That kind of Shudder. Exactly. And that promo code is deadmeat30. 30 dead You meat can watch 30. so many movies in 30 days. So do it, especially right now. Everyone's doing their October 31 scary movies thing, watching a, a horror oh, movie a scary every day. Oh, a movie a day? Yeah. Perfect. 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 Go do that on Shudder because they got you covered. Yeah. But yeah, Bilal kills this guy. Is he
0: screaming yet, or is that later?
1: He might be screaming a little, but it's not. It's not. It's not full on. Okay, okay. But this dude ends up getting cut in half, which is cool. Mm -hmm. I think Dwayne comes across his body. There's there's fun
0: gore in this. I mean, it's just splatter blood. Yeah, lots of
1: bright red blood. Yes. Yeah, and he gets torn in half.
0: Yep. So R. A. P. Needleman, Mm -hmm. he's dead. Barely knew you. I was sad he was gone that early because I liked him.
1: Yeah, he's fun and slimy.
0: Yeah. Uh, next morning, Blau's back at the hotel room with Dwayne and Blau's getting hot dogs for breakfast. Mm. Just hot dogs like straight from the wrapper just being dumped <laughs> in that basket. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah.
1: Not like cooked hot dogs in no, Bonds. No, no. It's like a pack of cold hot dogs. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> uh and he gets a tv
0: yes dwayne, dwayne got him a dwayne tv Dwayne says i got you a present and it's a tv because dwayne has a hot date yep to with date. sharon
1: at the with, statue of liberty yeah i think they're actually there right
0: yeah the like park kind of mm-hmm. i think they're by good for them shooting on location <laughs> Yeah, just going to a cool spot and only Couldn't New Yorkers now. would know about. Yeah, right. Couldn't
1: just walk up to the Statue of Liberty and shoot your shitty exploitation oh, film there now, no man. Way.
0: No, no Sarah. Way. Oh, there's more hair stuck in the gate. I've I kept track of how many times it happens. Good. Yeah, so Dwayne and Sharon are on their date. Sharon's got her bad wig on. She just is complaining about how she wants to take her boots off and I just thought Sharon's a cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> like that is me cosplaying. I am a wig on and I want to take my shoes off. And that's all I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> they start kissing each other and it's the worst. Holy shit. It's disgusting. They just start eating each other's faces. Yeah,
1: that is some open mouths there. I don't think the jaws can extend any further. You can tell it's here.
0: very awkward and uncomfortable for mm-hmm. these two to just be kissing.
1: Or maybe they both are having a good time. They're just bad at it.
0: Yeah. Could be, could be. <laughs>
1: but while that's happening, this is the screaming. This thing. is it. Because remember, they have a telepathic connection of sorts. Mm-hmm. So Belial, I guess, is getting upset that Dwayne is off with someone else. Yeah, because
0: Dwayne, up to this point, I don't think he's ever really left Belial alone. I think he's just always with him.
1: Yeah, but now he's uh, trying to get his dick wet. And yeah, Belial senses that and fucking. Freaks out, dude. This is
0: probably the best part of this movie. Yeah, this is
1: this is the scene that I remember when I was <laughs> watching it like on the side. Like just captivated me and was like, this is a great movie. Yeah. Like this this cements it
0: for me. I wanna just have a little blial scream together and you can you can scream along with us everyone's got something to scream because it's been you know it's been rough (laughs) lately out there and i thought we could all just join belial and have a cathartic scream for like a few seconds sure ready yeah that's what belial sounds like yeah (laughs)
1: Make sure you put in a clip to see they can compare how we did. Oh, I will.
0: I'm going to edit that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Blyle is throwing stuff around. He throws the TV on the ground. This is when we get some stop motion. And it's, it's a stop motion. incredible.
1: Blyle. It looks awful. It and looks
0: it's amazing. like shit. And it's so cool. And it
1: cuts from that to prosthetic arms. Close-ups yes. of prosthetic arms moving things. Like he'll stop-motion over to the corner of the bed, and then cut to prosthetic arms lifting up the bed, and then cut to stop-motion bed flying across the room. Yeah, it's hilarious. So he is screaming non-stop this entire it's, time.
0: He screams for a few minutes straight.
1: I cannot we emphasize were crying, how crying,
0: laughing. Yeah. It's so funny. It's
1: clipping. Yep, the sound is all over
0: the place. It it's, got so loud at one point. Yeah. We had we both scrambled for the remote because <laughs> I was afraid we were gonna wake up our neighbors. It was so loud.
1: Speaking of neighbors, all the neighbors <laughs> in the hotel, you see them popping their heads out and being like, What the hell's going on up there?
0: My favorite is this a few times in this movie yeah this is
1: a, a number of times
0: something goes on in dwayne's room it's, it's belial doing some shit someone starts screaming and all the neighbors come by and it seems like it's a different set of neighbors every time <laughs> but there's also some regulars so i'm not really sure what
1: also every single time it happens we see the hotel manager lift up his little like desk partition and and walk out it's of like it same
0: shit it's like always. five
1: shots of this guy just like yeah <laughs> this like I love this dude so much. He is a... Manager.
0: Every single person in this hotel is a Tim and Eric character. Yeah. A Tim and Eric actor that they got from Craigslist.
1: Except for the one dude who has like a skull cap on, and it looks like he's trying to get in the frame in the background of every shot, and he looks like a background character in Kevin Smith movies that would pop up in the background <laughs> of each Buisk <View-esque laughs> Universe movie, and you'd be like, oh, it's that guy. yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, the best extra in this particular scene is the lady with curlers who I don't even know what is going on. She just has a thousand yard stare and we <laughs> couldn't stop looking at her.
1: There's Scott Adsit running around in a pink bathroom. Yeah, this
0: dude who looks exactly like Scott
1: Adsit. <laughs> <laughs> and he has this like pink bathrobe that only goes down to like mid-thigh. Yeah. And he's always wearing it. I never yeah. see him.
0: <laughs> Oh, good. Mm -hmm. One of the dudes, its isn't it the same guy from the beginning who was spying on Dwayne's room? Yeah. He picks the lock of Dwayne's room and steals that fat stack of cash that is allegedly the movie's actual budget.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He takes that.
0: But Belial attacks him first. And I guess that dude what crawls back to his room and dies there.
1: Well, Belial attacks him, and while Belial is like while he's fending off Belial on his face, yeah, like stumbles out into the hallway and back into his own room. He
0: just has Belial like prosthetic on yeah. him, and is like, ah. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the death scene is how people die in this movie, which is prosthetic hands <laughs> rubbing
0: <Just laughs> rubbing blood all over the actor's face and the actor just like oh blood. and then each
1: cut it'll cut away to something else and it'll cut back to the actor and they'll have more, more uh blood. fake cuts on their faces they yeah get, like prosthetic cuts on their faces yeah but it's just the hands are just like smearing around the hands catch probably hands honestly. with
0: the seams down the sides because it's a latex prosthetic yeah
1: that everyone else finds out that that guy got murdered
0: yeah so a cop with a fake mustache shows up this (laughs) cop looks like he's 20 maybe it's a kid with a (laughs) mustache on (laughs) and then here comes the best line in this movie.
1: oh it's when Dwayne gets back and he he tells uh he's there with Sharon but he's like stay away Sharon because uh (laughs) god what did he say oh yeah so the the thief's name was O'Donovan and Dwayne gets back, and there's cops and everything there, and they're like, "O'Donovan's dead." <laughs> I just love this. Dwayne turns to Cher and he's like, did you hear that? He killed O'Donovan. He'll kill you too." And just like thinking of that from her perspective, like, who kill? Who's O'Donovan? Like
0: what? 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 And
1: then she just throws her out of like the hotel.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he runs back to his room where the cop is there. This
0: cop is just like he's doing good cop acting. Mm-hmm. He's he's asking him questions like, "Do you have any pets?" Where have you been all day?
1: What's in the basket? What's in the
0: basket? And then the cop opens the basket and nothing's in there. Nothing? Now at this point, there's some mystery shit in the gate. I don't know what it is. (laughs) It's not even a hair in the gate. There's just some weird goop, just like crud in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Belial actually was hiding in the toilet this whole time, yeah, not Dwayne, in the basket.
1: Dwayne's like, I'm sorry I went out with that girl, we'll always be together, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Belial's very mad that Dwayne left him alone.
1: Yeah, Belial, get over it, man.
0: So, I guess to make up for it, Dwayne puts Blyle back in the basket and they both go to a bar and Dwayne just gets hammered. Oh, he gets
1: so drunk and yep. it happens to be <laughs> the same bar where Casey is. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex worker Casey, who mm-hmm. is a wonderful lady. I love her. She's. So, I
0: know. I love Casey because yeah. Casey is like here. Let's we'll drink together. We'll hang out.
1: They get very uh, drunk acting together. Yes,
0: drunk acting. Dwayne's drunk acting is
1: oh, not great. It's very drunk. I'm so messed up about a lot of things, and now this girl I've met. I don't know what's going on anymore.
0: So after they they've hung out for a while, and Dwayne is like blackout drunk she asks so what's in the basket Mm -hmm. and he tells her his entire backstory we find out everything we could have wanted to know about
1: what's so funny though is first he tells her and then we flash back and see a whole bunch yeah probably could have cut something off but it's fine yeah he tells her that it's his brother in the basket it's his
0: his twin brother they were conjoined twins yep yeah.
1: And uh, separate. And now he's in the basket and he can telepathically communicate. And then we flashback to when they were born, which killed their mom. Yes. The birth killed their mom, as it happens. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we jump to when they're 12 years old. The dad is pissed. The
0: dad, yeah. The dad doesn't want Belial. I'm guessing that's why he named him Belial. Mm-hmm. Name him after a demon.
1: And we flashed when they're 12 years old, and Belial is still attached to Dwayne.
0: Yeah, Belial stays attached to Dwayne for a long time. I didn't realize that that was the case. Mm-hmm, they, they like were...
1: grew up with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dad is like, I have Dwayne as my son. That other thing is not even human.
0: They have a relationship that reminds me of Tywin and Tyrion. Yeah. Tywin is like, that's not a person, that's a demon monkey, and they killed my wife, and I will not acknowledge them as my son. Sure. I miss Game of Thrones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so no doctor will do an operation, but the the dad finds some shady some doctors. Shady
0: doctors. One of Liff, whom is a vet. Uh, apparently we find Dr. out later. Cutter Dr. Is Dr. Cutter. Is a vet.
1: But yeah, that's it's uh Cutter, the lady uh, and
0: Needleman.
1: Needleman, the Steve Buscemi. Yeah,
0: and, and Liflander.
1: Liflander's there too, but I don't understand his whole connection because the dad is like, Liflander found you guys. You guys are gonna be the ones doing it. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It That's a conspiracy. Matter. It doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> so
1: they do the surgery in the house in the kitchen. Yeah,
0: because Dwayne comes downstairs and then they just snag him. Mm-hmm. They, they get him. They get him and they drag him into the kitchen where it's all prepped for surgery. And
1: this is like, it's an extended surgery scene. There's a lot of shots of them cutting Belial apart. Yeah. And yeah, it's just removing the prosthetic. But uh, it,
0: yeah, it is funny that removing belial essentially just ends up looking like taking the prosthetic off the side of this dude's body but there's some blood there's on a
1: lot there. of blood and gore so it looks cool yeah, yeah i like it
0: there's a lot of weird noises it sounds like balloons being rubbed together kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. when they're <laughs> slicing him apart Dwayne... and then oh man this made me sad what when so Dwayne wakes up hours later from surgery he's all bandaged up belial's not there anymore and then he can hear him so he goes to look for him, and he finds them outside in the garbage. Yeah, they threw, they threw him in the away. garbage.
1: Yeah, but
0: he's still alive. I guess everyone else thought he would have died. I
1: guess they should have they done their due diligence. Yeah, like if you're gonna do this, dude, do all the way. I guess. But
0: yeah, so Dwayne finds Bilal in the garbage and, and rescues
1: <laughs> him. And then, oh boy, this dad hears noises and wakes up he and goes hears down the sawing basement. Sawing sounds. Yeah. From and he's just walking around forever.
0: Uh, it's just footage of this guy walking around for like two minutes. Yeah. Which is a long time for a <laughs> guy just to be walking around in a basement checking spots in the basement.
1: And he winds up walking straight in front of like a buzzsaw on a battle bot at the top of a ramp.
0: It's very... um, Which Saw movie is it where... Is it like a dream sequence where she gets that sliced saw 3D. in half, yeah, and it's, it's like just the like big that. saw on the track?
1: Yeah, when she's in her they little they somehow negligee.
0: build this together. Mm-hmm. Dwayne builds this while he's recovering from major <laughs> surgery, and then
1: the dad just stands there in front of it as it comes down the ramp and he it saws him in, him in half, half vertically, yeah. hot dog style.
0: I guess they got revenge and they sawed him in half. Yeah, just like he sawed them in half.
1: There you go. Yeah, and then their aunt who had been watching over them. Gets home and apparently is cool with uh, them having killed her brother because she's like, I, I the cops are gone. I covered for you. I'll take care of you. Yeah, I
0: made sure that none of this can be traced back to you. I know what you're going through and I understand why you had to (laughs) murder your dad. What? And
1: my brother. (laughs) Like, yeah.
0: (laughs) And then she basically raises them. There's a shot of her reading them a book, and Blyle is on her lap, just it's like it's an amazing <laughs> shot of
1: his little stupid prosthetic big Fortuna face looking up into nothing. It's great. It's amazing.
0: And then we see that she eventually dies. We see her funeral. Yeah,
1: and it happens when Dwayne is now current age Dwayne. So that probably kicked off their little murder spree against the doctors, which is what they've been up to. Mm-hmm. And it's been, you know, they got Lifflander in the beginning, and they got Needleman a little bit ago so now
0: yeah so dwayne's told casey all of this mm-hmm. casey gets him back home dwayne is super hammered and he almost falls asleep standing up yeah but she gets him in bed we get to
1: spend some time with casey and it's uh she goes back to her apartment
0: there are just smiley faces, happy faces everywhere and it's the classic happy face yeah like trademarked I think happy face <laughs>
1: She, the, the one that uh, Forrest forced have Cut a made. nice
0: day yeah. that one yeah
1: Uh, she goes into the bathroom and changes into a happy face shirt yep yep there's this weird close up of her
0: taking, taking her, her underwear off
1: while she's wearing this long shirt I don't know you never actually see her naked no it's a very weird surprising.
0: not sexy scene
1: she gets in bed and Belial's Belial's been hiding in the bed in yeah behind the pillows and he
0: kind of just he goes to grab her boobs yeah he starts to He's grow like, up her. finally
1: mm-hmm.
0: belial doesn't understand consent
1: no he no, do- no, he no does one no one has taught
0: him consent
1: he does not as we'll see more of later yeah spoiler yeah uh but she wakes up and finds him touching her boobs and she freaks out and runs away yeah and belial steals her panties
0: great a we little. never see those again nope
1: that's not a thing. <laughs> 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 it's just like i guess Bilal is he's a frustrated uh he's
0: he is sexually frustrated yeah
1: especially because Dwayne's starting to get some now
0: yeah i think he's just jealous
1: you know your twin brothers starting to experience the uh uh the embrace of, of, of a woman and you can't do that yeah of a woman is what i meant to say i don't know <laughs> what came out of my mouth but crazy. of a
0: woman <laughs> Dwayne takes Belial the next day to Dr. Cutter, who's the lady doctor who was on that creepy date with that really young guy. Mm -hmm. And he pretends that in the basket there's just a big-ass cat. And
1: she's like, okay, take your cat out of the basket. Or no, what's wrong with your cat? He's like, it has a bad gash on its side. Only it's not a cat. Let's take a look at him. Only it's not a cat.
0: I thought you and said. And I think
1: I should explain how he got his cut before you see him. She figures it out, and she's like, "Like I like her. She can't act worth a damn, sorry. No, but no, no. I like her character It's like this ruthless lady, because when she realizes who he is, the she, person who she was told about, she's like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of
0: my office. I don't have time for this today. Eh. But Belial attacks her. Yeah, there's a pattern to this movie. There's a big, huh? Yeah,
1: there's the you know the, his face or his hands rub all around on her face. She does get this a, is good. Yeah, because like this uh, because uh, Dwayne and Blyle get out of there, I guess, and the, her twins rush into the office to find her with a whole bunch of scalpels in her face. Yeah. this image is actually on the Blu-ray cover. Her with the scalpels in the it's face. It's one of
0: the most. It, like, it stands out to me.
1: She gives a very long scream. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those, ah, like, it's a close-up on her face, scalpels in there, screaming as she, like, falls out of frame.
0: It's good makeup. Yeah. So, Sharon, at this point, learns that Dr. Needleman's dead.
1: Yeah, I mentioned this so earlier. So, my sense runs. of
0: time in this movie is really weird because yeah. I don't know how long it's been since Needleman got killed feels
1: like she should have known earlier though yeah but she's
0: just finding out and they start to kiss some more and it's awful
1: (laughs) uh he very (laughs) gingerly touches her breasts it's like it's like over the shirt just like oh
0: yeah (laughs) 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 and i'm this whole time screaming because i do not want a sex scene in this i can't handle these two actors trying to fake have sex I don't want it. I
1: She says, take me, Dwayne.
0: Yeah, no, and it sucks. I I even just having her say that made me want to die. I just Well lucky
1: for you, that's when Belial, God, Belial busts interrupts. out of the basket screaming.
0: Yeah. And Dwayne, to prevent Sharon from seeing Belial, wraps her up in a sheet, the bed sheet, and just shoves her out the door. It's so her out
1: the doorway brutal. The he just
0: pushes Think her and she hits the her, wall.
1: Yeah, with her face. But she's <laughs> wrapped up like a little blanket burrito, so he can't yeah, even see. So she
0: tries to get back in and uh he's like
1: no get out of here
0: no and then she runs home and in the lobby she stops and turns around all dramatically and goes dwayne, dwayne! and then keeps running yeah apparently belial's eyes glow now yeah that's a new phone that's trick. new
1: but it's not it's nighttime
0: mm-hmm. and
1: belial's eyes are glowing and he, he yells out the window
0: he does he just ah, yeah. out the window Meanwhile, and, Dwayne falls asleep and is clearly having some crazy dreams, dreams really restless sleep. You know, Close-ups on
1: his face while he's turning around in bed. And his dream is that he's running down the street naked. Yeah. Full frontal full naked.
0: Ding dong. It's just-
1: Dong flopping around. Yeah. It's
0: great and I, that they did this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great to have a movie where you get to see Dick before any <laughs> boobs. I appreciate it. Um, this
1: fucking kid actually had to do this. I know, run down I, New York Street in the night, naked, no shoes or anything.
0: Oh, his,
1: I, I'm watching his bare feet as much as I'm looking Ew. at that dong. Because didn't even
0: think of that. Yeah. That's so gross. Yeah,
1: you were you were distracted by the dong. I but was. I was just feet. staring
0: at his dick. Yeah, this is my
1: around. second time through. I can notice other things like his bare feet running Ooh. down the sidewalk of New York City in 1982. Holy shit!
0: And also think about the fact that. Um, something this low budget they they don't have that street secured. No. They're not. This isn't a closed set. This is like Hell okay no. we gotta shoot really quick before we get caught which is how in film school I went to New York for a weekend to film <laughs> a bunch of shit for my student film. That's exactly how we shot like hurry up set up film and then
1: yeah, peace out like so we don't movie, get a ticket. A real movie would have blockades on yes, either end of the block. Yes and it's so
0: expensive. Yeah. It is so expensive to get shooting permits so what I'm saying is <laughs> this guy's just running down a street naked. There's no one keeping people from seeing no. him. No, 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 It's crazy. I mean.
1: Yeah. Props to them for yeah. making this happen. Props to that kid uh, assuming he was fine with doing it and not like super pressured into it. Yeah. Props for uh, literally, literally having the balls to do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So he naked Dwayne runs to Sharon's house. I think
1: this was the the other thing that cemented me being like, this is it's this is a cult movie that's a classic. Yeah, like not not every movie sh- hangs dong, dude.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now we're first person POV where we are naked Dwayne. Oh yeah. And he goes into Sharon's house. We're, and naked, we're naked Dwayne. We're naked.
1: We're naked Dwayne. <laughs>
0: He goes into Sharon's house and then she's sleeping. This whole scene's weird. Yep. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Well, she's Wikipedia also naked. offers an explanation. Okay. So she's yeah, he like pulls back the sheet and she so we see her boobs, she's naked, and he just is like poking at her poking boobs, those boobs like he's an alien.
1: Poking the tittles. Yeah. The tiggles.
0: And then he's like grabbing them, and then he he tries to rape her at her sleep.
1: Uh, and by he, we mean...
0: It's Belial.
1: It's Belial.
0: So his... Because he communicates telepathically with Belial. So the dream was actually just seeing what Belial was doing. Mm-hmm. And I guess it makes sense that Belial's self-image would just be naked Oh, Dwayne. we're getting that
1: deep into it? Because he's <laughs>
0: Dwayne's twin. He probably's like, I'm his twin. I look like that. Okay, but I'm sure. naked. I don't have any clothes on.
1: Yeah. Great.
0: Yep, that's my analysis, a basket case. Yeah. So what I think happens here is...
1: Well, she wakes up and sees him.
0: Yeah, and he strangles her.
1: Yeah, Sharon dies.
0: I think what happens is he gets angry that he can't have sex. Because he doesn't cause have... Because he doesn't have the stuff equipment. Yeah. Because he's just a face with arms. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was very confused.
1: Especially because, you know, Dwayne wakes up and realizes what's happening because of that telepathic communication. So he runs to her house, which I don't remember when he got her address or whatever, but whatever. He's there. He runs in there, and there Belial is sitting on her crotch. She's naked, and he's kind of rocking back and forth.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like he's trying.
0: He's trying. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And there's blood everywhere. There's blood everywhere. I don't. I truly don't know what I'm looking at.
1: I th- it's mostly what the fuck. Yeah. It's mostly just what the fuck. I feel uncomfortable in a what the fuck way rather than a like here's a rape scene way. Yeah. You know.
0: Even though I still was like, oh man, like are we? Yeah. A little bit. But then it it gets so weird that I'm I'm so distracted by. That the fact that it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just It's a lot of weird feelings.
1: It doesn't feel as uh, gratuitous, I guess, as it could. It
0: would feel more gratuitous if we didn't just see Dwayne's dick for like a long time.
1: Sure, that helps. Yeah.
0: It's an exploitation film.
1: It's an exploitation film. They're just exploiting everything. Yeah. So I wasn't too bothered by it.
0: I think the reading of it is... makes. I don't know. I think the reading that the internet offers makes me feel better about it it that makes sense like he, too yeah it does Because belial
1: of first expresses rage when uh when he's out on this date with her mm-hmm. because he's experiencing that telepathic like thing that he can't have mm-hmm. and then he goes out and tries to get it for himself and he can't mm-hmm. makes sense to me yeah uh yeah Dwayne comes in and finds that going on and uh, is real mad at Belial. He takes him back home, and <laughs> he's like, "Never, never again. <laughs> again."
0: So, um, how many times has this happened, Dwayne? He's not even seen that sad about his girlfriend. Yeah, he's, just he's like, less concerned about it. Sharon
1: and more concerned. Well, he's he's pissed at Belial. He's like, "You'll never leave me alone." But he's
0: saying it's like a dog shitting on the carpet. It's not yeah. like Belial just murdered someone. That's
1: that's very true. Um, and they get into a fight. They get
0: into a fight. I love when Belial fights people because it's just that person holding, holding the, the, <laughs> against the their face, puppet yeah. against their face. They fall out the hotel window. This is when all the neighbors can hear. So they're kind of watching <laughs> this another happen. one of those
1: things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All the extras come upstairs. And they're hanging from the Hotel Broslin sign. Belial has like one hand on the sign and is holding Dwayne's neck with his other hand. So oh, Dwayne yeah. is just choking to death. And yeah, so he Dwayne dies. Yeah,
1: Dwayne chokes to death. Yep. And then they both fall. To extra death
0: yep they both just
1: which i'm assuming will get uh retconned in the sequels oh
0: for yeah
1: because you can't have a basket case without belial and i would assume that whoever played Dwayne was down to be him again i don't know i'll have to watch it and find out i know nothing about these sequels except that the the second one was made in 1990 that's which feels so weird. weird weird to me to have this movie that much later.
0: Yeah. Because this movie's
1: strange. like the thing that stands out to me the most is, how is 80s the setting is, yeah. yeah. And how authentically 80s how New York Early it is. 80s. Yeah. Early 80s is
0: really different than late 80s. Definitely
1: and I strongly prefer it.
0: <laughs> yeah, same.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah they
0: both fall and die. Yep. In in the canon of this movie they fall and die. Yes. very I thought of King Kong. Oh no. It wasn't the airplanes. It was Beauty killed the Beast. Is,
1: is Dwayne the beauty
0: uh yeah I guess yeah because <laughs> the was holding them yeah and they fell
1: that's basket case fucking watch it dude yeah this is uh this is when you're starting to get into like oh you know you know your horror movies if you can whip out basket case dude
0: yeah when you're talking basket to someone case is a random one they're
1: gonna respect you for having that knowledge because this, this this is another tier deeper down. I this think this is, is
0: probably the deepest tier of horror that we've gone.
1: Along with, like, Toxic Avenger, I think.
0: Yeah, Toxic Avenger might be a little higher up. A little
1: more known. Mm-hmm. But this is, de- like, we're past the point of Leprechaun and Phantasm Oh,
0: now. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Like, we're in territory where, like congrats.
0: Yeah. It's kind of hard to find this. You have to (laughs) seek it out. And
1: I'm sure we can go deeper and eventually we will. Mm -hmm. But right now, this is a place where I'm very comfortable being. Yeah. because like enough people know this that are super into the genre that you can have a lot of fun conversations.
0: People were excited. I I tweeted that we were talking about this and people were very excited. Yeah.
1: Cause eventually we'll probably end up going too deep. Find a movie that like, why even bother watching it if no one can fucking talk about it except for Eli Roth. <laughs> uh, cuz he'll fucking know it. Yeah. But <laughs> this is like a sweet spot, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Again, it's just my favorite. I love <laughs> just like dirty late 70s early 80s. Love it. I love oh, it. I yeah, love, love it. All right.
1: Uh, do we know what's next week? Maybe.
0: Possibly an interview. I'm I'm not going to say anything too. Okay. Specifically, yeah, we're working on scheduling some stuff. We
1: got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. It's a fun month for us, a very tiring month, but it's uh, it's the season. Yeah, we're getting through it and we're having some good stuff. Let us know if there are any other movies that you want us to review, though, for our movie reviews because mm-hmm. we love getting suggestions.
0: Also, would you guys hate it if we reviewed the mummy movie that just came out? That, like, oh, new the Tom one?
1: Cruise one? Let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, especially because we just did a classic universal monster
1: i would probably want to watch the original mummy i, I might put on brendan Fraser in the background we just watched that like a we year did ago just watch that. but like that movie's dear to my heart uh and then i would watch that okay well cool thanks for listening make sure you follow dead meat on social media at dead james on twitter and instagram
0: i'm Carebex c-a-r-e-b-e-c-c on twitter and instagram and if you want merch deadmeatstore.com
1: that's right uh leave a review and rate us on Please whatever do. app you're listening to us through mm-hmm. especially if it's uh apple podcasts is that what it's called yeah. itunes itunes you know, <laughs> itunes but yeah until next time i'm james i'm chelsea and this has been the Dead deadly podcast